We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome. It is Bowerland News Radio 930 WBEN. Well, if you guys like something, I'm uh, I'm no fool. I'm going to stay with what you like. Uh, we've been talking about uh, comedians today. And the people who are your go-to to crack you up. Uh, Ron White. I've learned something new today. I did not know that Ron White sobered up. I also did not know Ron White did, in fact, grow his hair long, and it is white. He looks like Santa Claus. And uh, he also told an interviewer after the uh, Will Smith slapping incident that not only will he hit back, but he will hire somebody else to hit you back. So don't mess with me. Now, that sounds like Ron White. Uh, Ron White had me a tater tot, but uh, my go-tos have always been uh, George Carlin and, uh, frankly, Cheech and Chong. I'd forgotten about Cheech and Chong, but uh, super funny. Now, stand I mean, obviously, there's stand-up comedy, there's sketch comedy, um, and somebody said, uh, off-air, said, Seth MacFarlane, wouldn't he do a great job at stand-up comedy? And, yeah, he would. I think the problem with Seth MacFarlane is he's got so much else going on that there's only so many hours in a day. But the closest I think you'll see Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy come to doing stand-up is the, I believe it was the commencement speech at Harvard, which should be online, and that's where Seth MacFarlane does all of his uh, voices from uh, Family Guy, and it's it's pretty funny. People used to say I sounded like Brian the dog on Family Guy, which uh, I kind of take that as a compliment. Uh, it is 11 minutes. <laughs> I sound like a dog. Yeah. It's, uh, where's my mother? Uh, it is uh, 11 minutes after 5 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, your go to comedians, who are they? Here is uh, Brian in uh, beautiful Middleport. Brian, uh, give us some suggestions that'll make us laugh. Hey, Tom. I can't believe nobody's mentioned uh, uh, Eddie Murphy. That simply speaks to the wealth of comedic talent out there. And Eddie Murphy's been pretty quiet in the past few years. Yeah, I think after the birth of his kids, he kind of he, he wasn't as funny as he was. But uh, the delirious and raw days, man, you can't beat him. Well, I don't know that Eddie Murphy is partying all the time, partying all the time anymore. Right. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't know what Eddie Murphy's been up to lately. But, yeah, Eddie Murphy was um, – he, you know, it, it's interesting because there was a time when if you were one of our black brothers or sisters, you could not do anything in stand-up comedy. And uh, Flip Wilson came along. And you remember Flip Wilson. And then Flip yeah. Wilson kind of broke the color barrier in stand-up comedy on national TV, as I recall it. And then, uh, obviously, others came along. Richard Pryor um, came Richard along. Pryor. Uh, and he, you know, some of his earlier material, obviously, that was on TV was was pretty tame compared to his later stuff. Eddie Murphy, always um, absolutely raw. And I think if I was working the dump button when Eddie Murphy was on Saturday Night Live, I would have had my finger real close to the trigger. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. there a particular and, uh, Eddie Murphy bit he does that you like? Oh, the ice cream man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it brought back childhood memories. 
Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I got to go back and and listen to that one uh, again. Chris Rock. Um, I, I don't even know if I can say. Well, okay. I'm just going to say Chris Rock's bit. There's a difference between, and that's all I'm going to say. Funny, funny. He had the audience in stitches, and I'm sitting there. I, I'm like. Uh, did he really say that? Did he really? Could he have said that in 2022? I don't think so. Chris Rock would have been canceled for that bit. Oh, and also, uh, Ricky Gervais, the way he calls out the Hollywood elite, man, is there's nothing better. <laughs> oh, who's who's the other guy? Um, Colin Ferguson. Is that name ringing a bell? Uh, Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries. Yeah, yeah. Some of those guys I, I don't quite get. I, I think they've almost got like a different sense of what's funny and stuff. Right, right. Well, I'll leave you with this. All right, man. Um, oh. uh, I, used to, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. And that's another Mitch Hedbergism. And unfor- unfortunately, Mitch Hedberg died of cocaine and heroin. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. And, you know, the, the sad thing, I don't mean to make this the Mitch Hedberg tribute show, but the really sad thing was all of his friends knew that he was heading for absolute destruction. And when his friends found out Mitch Hedberg had died, not one of them was surprised. And I was listening to an interview and one of his friends said, yeah, look at the picture of Mitch with Howard Stern a few days before he died. He looks like a wax figure. And I said, oh, come on, that's got to be an exaggeration. So I looked it up online. I was like, wow, he does look like a wax figure. Holy crap. And it's really too bad that his friends weren't able to uh, smuggle him away and get him to an intervention. At least Ron White realized he had a drinking problem and got himself clean. Um, Unfortunately, Mitch Hedberg did not. And... You know, again, it's uh, the the entertainment industry is filled with people who uh, um, rely on certain mothers, little helpers to uh, get them going, to uh, stay creative. Um, it can be very lonely out on the road. You hear a lot of comedians talking about they. Everybody thinks they're big stars when they're out charging seventy dollars a ticket, but when they go back to the hotel room at night, it's just them and the escort service. You know. Uh, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. Here's uh, Kenny in Amherst. Kenny, you are on. Hello. Hello, Tom. How are you today? Oh, it's a beautiful day, and I'm. This is great suggestions from you guys. Oh, I'm loving your show, and I had a few names, but the one you said, Richard Pryor. But did anybody mention Sam Kinison? No. Okay, Sam Kinison. Uh, the second guy would be. Um, uh, Foster Brooks. <laughs> Do you remember him? Well, absolutely. I mean, he was he was a big deal in the late 60s, early 70s, and he also did Buffalo Radio. Yes, that's right. He was from uh, from the local area, whether it was Rochester or somewhere around here. And then the third guy, which I want you to jot this down and look at it later if you've never seen this guy before. His name is Bob Nelson. Uh, I've not heard I've not heard the name. Well, Rodney Dangerfield brought him in at Dangerfield, and he does a bit. He's a fighter. His name is Jiffy Jeff. Bob Nelson. You look that up, and I'll guarantee you'll laugh. I know your brother Dick very well, and he knows the bit. And it's really a great bit. But those guys, Kennison, Foster Brooks, and um, 
and this Bob Nelson. I think you really get a laugh out of it. Hey, just now, by the way, Forrest Brooks was, uh, Foster Brooks was born in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, he did clearly work in Buffalo Radio. I know that, but. Um, oh, okay. But, you know, he actually, he, he had this reputation for playing a drunk on stage. That was his oh. shtick, that he was drunk. But actually, <laughs> yeah. he didn't drink. No, he didn't. He was he was a good drunk, though. <laughs> um, he play, Yeah, he did play a good one. But, see, that's, that's another one. I wonder, Foster Brooks in 2022 um, would be accused of drunk shaming, substance abuse shaming. Foster Brooks would, so. would easily be canceled. Really? Oh, absolutely. He was, he was always on the Dean Martin show. Well, I know, but it, what I'm saying is it's a different era. This is 2022. Yeah. Chris Rock would have been canceled for some of the stuff he did in the early 2000s. Foster Brooks probably never would have gotten a, a head start um, in his career. You know I agree. I agree with you. You're right. Oh, you, don't, you don't have to agree with me. I just, just a personal observation. Um, Kenny, thank you very much. You know, we started off with a lot of women, and now it's been like a sausage fest. So if you're a woman with a favorite comedian – you know, one of the one of the knocks too on the comedy world is it's been so male dominated, and the only time women went to comedy clubs was as a date with their man. I don't know that that's still true anymore. Of course, you wouldn't know it by this show. But eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty one eight hundred six one six W B E N. Let's go to um, Pete in uh, North Tonawanda. Pete, you are on. Hello, Tom. How are you, buddy? It's a beautiful day. Cold, but beautiful. It is. It is. And if you haven't already uh, heard of him, I would love to introduce you to Burt Kreischer. I must confess ignorance on that front. Oh, Tom, you're going to love this guy. Specifically, he has a comedy special out called The Cabin. You must check that out. He invites all kinds of different comics onto, into a, a cabin that he rented, and it's just a huge comedy fest. And also look up The Machine. Yeah, that's his nickname. Yeah, it is, and it's his nickname for a reason. You have to see the the bit on the machine. It, uh, absolutely belly laughing, tears coming out of your eyes, as well as with the cabin. Okay, Bert Kreischer, K-R-E-I-S-H-E-R, Bert Kreischer. Um, I'm definitely going to listen to some of his stuff later on. Yeah, please do. Um, I think you have the same kind of sense of humor as I do. I would I would hope that uh, we're on the same level here, and uh, – Please, when you do, let me know. Uh, let me know on the air what you thought. Well, just answer me this: Do you have the sense of humor of a twelve-year-old boy? <laughs> yes, absolutely do. Okay, good, because my wife will vouch for that. Yeah, that's that's pretty much me too. Thank you uh, very much, Pete. I appreciate it. Um, and you know, it, the, the funny thing is, we joke about the sense of humor of a twelve-year-old boy. You know, you listen to Sarah Silverman or uh, Amy Schumer. It's like, are they twelve-year-old boys? Sarah Silverman even grosses me out with some of the stuff she does. Seriously. Sarah, if there's a line, believe it or not, I have a line. Sarah Silverman often goes over that line. Like, oh, good God, no. Uh, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. Uh, John is uh, in Florida. Whereabouts in Florida, John? Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. All right. Well, uh, say hello to the people at the Elbow Room. They'll remember us. What's on your mind? <laughs> uh, well, Tom, uh, as you know, you know my father. I grew up in a comedy uh, uh, ventriloquist uh, lifestyle for uh, with my dad, and I'm very a stickler. I'm a stickler with all the comedians, but there's a couple on there that you don't know. 
Um, and I'm going to say Jim Brewer. And from, like, growing up in the 90s, Jim Brewer's a good one. The Goat, guy, goat Man from uh, Saturday Night Live. Um, that's a good good uh, uh, little stick. And then the newest one since COVID and all this stuff, I would say is Joe Coy and Sebastian Maniscalco. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, very, very funny. I know that I've heard Jim Brewer. I cannot quote any bits, but I know that I've liked what I've heard. And the, the other guy, uh, Coy? Yeah, Joe Coy. He's, he's a new up-and-coming, but he's blowing up on Netflix. Uh, spell the last name. K O I. K O Y. K O Y. All right, I'll check that. I'll check that out. I know Bill Burr keeps popping up on my uh, Netflix suggestions. Um, I think he's horrible. I think I think that guy's horrible. I don't like his stick at all. And um, uh, growing up with like W C Fields, Edgar Bergen, um, uh, 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 the gentleman uh, Foster Brooks. My dad made a drunk character after Foster Brooks, Gutters. Well, your dad had a very funny uh, act with his puppet. I still remember some of the lines, but I can't say them on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the new modern ones. And uh, yeah, Bert Kreischer is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, he's on my list. Is, yeah, absolutely hilarious. All right, I, I thank you very much, John. I appreciate this uh, very much. I appreciate the uh, the call. His dad was uh, Johnny Maine, who was a local ventriloquist who uh, was extremely, extremely funny. I can't say the first part of the line. I can say the second part, though, and came up with it. Um, you can figure out what the first part was, maybe, if not, um, you know, become more worldly. That's all I can say. Of course, that joke made a lot more sense in the 70s than it does now. <laughs> ah! uh, anyway, it's uh, 526 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Okay, he was talking about somebody's beard. All right? Yeah. It's uh, 26 minutes after 5 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It's Bowerly. Um, if you uh, want to get some laughs, I suggest that you go back and you listen to this show at WBEN.com and make your own little list of people that you might find very funny. And there are some people, um, like I'd forgotten about Jim Brewer. I know I've heard Jim Brewer, and I know I've liked what I've heard, because if I hear somebody and I think they're funny, I'll try to memorize their name and go inside and watch them on YouTube, um, like I did with uh, Chris uh, DiStefano. Uh, um, I did it with him because uh, I needed to hear the bit he did about his father and the principal, and I wanted to see what it looked like in addition to hearing it, and it was funny. It was funny as hell. Um, 27 minutes after 5. Isn't he the one who's a physical therapist? I think he might be a, a physical therapist in real life. I'll get back to you on that. On News Radio 930 WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, yeah. Now, this has been really uh, interesting, figuring out what you guys uh, find funny and pretty uh, wide list of uh, people you find to be funny. There's one guy who has not come up, and this is a guy that I, I literally have to turn off, Mike Bacchetti. He's a guy who almost after every joke says, thank you, 
Thank you. He, he seems extremely nervous on stage. He's been on a whole bunch of national shows. It's um, I do not understand how somebody so incredibly unfunny can get booked on national shows. I mean, he's got to have pictures of these guys with, uh, with, with something because I don't know how he does it. I, I, I literally become so frustrated with him. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Like, dude, really? No, it's it, you're not funny. Just do something. Be an accountant, please. All right, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. But look, that just goes to show you not everybody is everybody else's uh, cup of tea. Um, now, some of these people, most of these people I've heard of, some of them I have not. I'd say I'm batting about 90% on people I've heard of. Um, don't hate me if I haven't heard of yours. If I haven't heard of yours, it just means that uh, the places I listen to comedy probably haven't had a lot of them on. Uh, let's go to uh, Bob in Buffalo with uh, one of those that I don't recall ever hearing about. But uh, what do you got for us, sir? So real quick, before I get to him, um, did your kids grow up watching Thomas the Tank Engine narrated by George Carlin? No, they were never into that. Ringo okay. Starr. Ringo Starr also uh, was the uh, uh, guy with Thomas the Tank Engine. Right. Well, if you get a chance, this one guy on YouTube meshed together George Carlin narrating Thomas the Tank Engine and then his stand-up stuff. So it's this like innocent Monday children's show, and then all of a sudden, because it's the same voice, it just goes in so smoothly, and then he just starts swearing left and right. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Now, that sounds like my kind of humor. Uh, by the way, yeah, George Carlin, chance, just... you know, late in his career, George Carlin did a bit in which he talked about being on Thomas the Tank Engine and basically talking about how much he hated kids. Right. And some, I think that actually made it into this, like, little edit thing. It's absolutely hysterical. That oh, wouldn't surprise me. I will definitely, uh, definitely check that out. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyways... Uh, the one guy I wanted to talk about, Eric Andre. So he's kind of a very niche, weird, specific type of comedy. I don't know that he's done much stand-up, but he has this show that was on Adult Swim for a while. And it was incredible because since he was kind of low-key, one of his big sticks was bringing on celebrities and kind of doing like a late-night talk show. And instead of doing, like, a serious interview to promote anything, um, he would just mess with them the entire time. And I think my absolute favorite one of him messing with people was he got Seth Rogen on the show and actually put his real cell phone number on the thing. <laughs> so, yeah, like, Seth Rogen's phone number was on the TV where everyone could see it. Oh and, God. oh, my God, I love that kind of stuff. That's something um, you just don't yeah. do. See, that that's the kind right. of thing, if you do it, nobody else is going to come on your show. But people kept doing it. I don't know if he just stayed under the radar so well or whatever, but wow. I, I couldn't believe it. Now, um, he, he didn't have anything to do with Robot Chicken, did he? I don't. I might have him confused with somebody else. Robot Chicken is okay. one of the funniest shows that nobody's ever watched. Oh, exactly, yeah. I remember watching that when I was in, like, high school, and 
I'm sure my parents weren't too happy I was watching it, but I thought it was hilarious. Now, you mentioned um, um, uh, Eric Andre. I almost said Andre Reed. Uh, you mentioned uh, Eric Andre. And um, it, it sounds like what he does is a lot like uh, Zach Galifianakis between two ferns. Yeah. Is that is that what we're talking about, that kind of genre? Yeah, kind of. Um, although I, I looked into that uh, between two ferns thing, and it seems slightly staged at some point, where, like, Eric Andre, you can kind of tell the people who know what they're getting into and the people who literally have no idea that they're about to be absolutely harassed and just i mean he would put like things in the chair to like shock the people um he would drop things from the ceiling to just make them absolutely terrified um he's had people walk off the show it's incredibly funny and he starts every single episode with him literally destroying the set in a creative and new way every single time uh, that's uh, I, I don't know if I'd find that funny or troubling, uh, but I, I will certainly give we'll it. A, uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. Um, God, was, what was it's I very say? niche, so I I would totally understand if you're not into it. But I personally find it hilarious. Well, that's and that's what it's all about. What do you personally find funny? It doesn't have to meet my threshold of approval. Believe me. Uh, thank you. I'm getting some good ideas, though, from you guys. i got to tell you. Anything else you want to say about Eric Andre or anybody else? No, I think that's it. All right. Thank you uh, very much. You know, something I don't know the answer to is uh, Zach Galifianakis, and I mentioned the Hangover movies a few times this week uh, in, in view of, uh, of uh, the McRib and everything, but has he ever done stand-up? Because he's such a funny guy in movies. He's such a funny guy in other media. I wonder if, if has he ever done stand-up and is he any good at it? I would imagine he'd be a riot. Now, I think Kevin James is coming to town. Is it tomorrow night, Kevin James? Yeah, you got to look that up on your own. I think he's going to be at Kleinan's. I got to double-check that. Um, he's funny. Very funny. Uh, here is um, JW in uh, Whoa, in Toronto, calling from, uh, apparently, an open jet window. You're on WBEN. Hello. Tom, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Always a pleasure to be on hold listening to American News. Uh, indeed. Hey, can you close your window or do something to get us a better audio connection? How's that? Is that better? Yes, it is. It is. Thank you. Okay. Uh, the one gentleman from Florida stole my thunder on Jim Brewer. Um, but I, wa I want to mention another Jim, uh, Jim Dory. I haven't really seen a stand-up skit from him. I've watched a lot of his studio skits um, from his YouTube channel. I don't know if you've ever listened or heard of him. No, no. Give me the name again. Jim, I think it's Jimmy Dore or Dory, D-O-R-E. It's called the Jimmy Dory Show. No, I'm not familiar. I, I can I'll, I, I can send you a link to his channel. It, it's pretty good. He, he, he talks about uh, certain news stories around the world and in North America, too. But back to Jim Brewer. Um, have you seen his latest stand-up uh, regarding uh, the lockdowns and everything? Uh, I may have heard it, but you'll have to refresh my memory. I, see, I, I listen okay. to a lot of comedy, so sometimes you got to give me a little cue to give me an idea. Okay, well, uh, after watching that, it, it was a good uh, refresher over the past, from the past three years of what everyone has gone through. 
Um, I've actually changed the terminology, laughter is the best medicine, to laughter is now the best vaccine. Um. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I've heard that one, but uh, Jim Brewer definitely ha- have heard his work. Definitely think he's funny. Yeah, his, yeah. Again, I signed up to his YouTube channel, and there's a lot of older skits in there that have been very good. So, and by the way, if you're in Buffalo tomorrow night, uh, uh, Kevin James is in fact playing Klein Hands tomorrow night. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right, man. Thank you for uh, c- calling in from Toronto. Um, yeah, I mean, like Jim Brewer, it's so it's so interesting. He's come up a few times because I know that I've heard him. I know that I think he's funny because, like I told you before, when I hear something that I like, I'm instantly going to the radio and looking at who it is. That's why I kind of, well, I really enjoy Russell Peters because he's one of these guys. I'm driving along, and he makes me laugh so much that I have to always look down. Oh, that's Russell Peters again. Oh, that's Russell Peters again. Same thing with uh, with Artie Lang. I mean, many of you have known Artie Lang for years, back when he probably even had a nose and stuff. But uh, Artie Lang is just, uh, to me, I can't believe nobody brought him up. Artie Lang is just hilarious. He is he's He's uber hilarious, Artie Lang. I'm surprised he's still alive, but to me, he's a riot. Uh, back to the calls. It is Fran in Allentown. Fran, you're on WBEN in Buffalo. Hello. Hi, Tom. I, I just wanted to know, let you know that there's a female that loves Monty Python and yes. loves Pink Floyd. Yes! <laughs> okay, because I said earlier that women, <laughs> the, the stereotype is women don't like Monty Python. And about a year or so ago, I said women seem to not like Pink Floyd. That's a guy thing. But you're busting out of the stereotype, Fran. Yeah, well, you know, I, I just love it. I love uh, the Holy Grail and I love the meaning of life. <laughs> How about the TV, the TV shows? Did you get into the TV shows? No, I never, I never saw them. I was never aware of them. But, uh, but Monty Python, he's classic. I mean, he's just, he's, his commentary politically and, you know, on humanity and just, just it's just so funny. You well, know? You know, most people, just so you know, friend, most people, when you say Monty Python, they're, they're referring to Monty Python's Flying Circus, which was a television show which used to air locally on our public broadcasting station. Um, and when the movies came out, Obviously, they went in a they went in a different direction um, with uh, obviously screenplays and long longer form um, longer form comedy. But the Monty Python show is, is something. The, the episodes are online. I would love for you to check them out and tell us whether or not you think they're funny. I will. Um, but like I say, uh, the two movies that I watch. I mean, if I'm in a bad mood. And I watch them. You can't help but not laugh at them. You know, Mr. Duff. <laughs> Always look on the bright side of life. Yeah, and babies falling out of that lady going, get that, will you, Deidre? <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> thank, You're welcome. Thank you very much. Um, she likes the Monty Python movies. The, the litmus test, though, is will she like the Monty Python show? The Ministry of Silly Walks, for example? Or is that just a guy thing? Um, and then the problem with watching that as a teenage boy was I then became so self-conscious about how I was walking. Like, what do I do with my arms? How do I coordinate my arms and my legs? Being a teenager sucks. Not, not going to lie. I've got a lot of homework to do. Oh, by the way, Chris DiStefano is, in fact, he's a doctor. He's got a doctorate in physical therapy. 
uh, just in case the comedy thing doesn't work out. But he's uh, obviously very, very popular and in high demand. Here's Lynn on a cell phone on WBEN. Lynn, you are on. Hello. Hey, Tom. Thanks for taking my call. First time caller. Love your show. Thank you. Been for a lot of years. Um, so my favorite iconic group of comedians are Carol Burnett, Vicki Lawrence, Tim Conway, and Harvey Corman. They are just the best. And do you know that Carol Burnett is still with us today? I do know that. She is so sweet, so special. And if you're ever de- down or depressed, if you can run across her reruns, oh, my gosh. It just brings light to your day. Um, let me just – I'm just looking something up uh, that I want to share with you in case you didn't know. Um, Vicki Lawrence – um, mm-hmm. A lot of people remember her from her association with all those actors and actresses and comedians you mentioned. But Vicki Lawrence also did the song, The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. I did know that. Yeah, multi-talented person, which obviously, that was at the beginning of Reservoir Dogs uh, by Quentin Tarantino. They talked a lot about that particular song. Yeah, yeah, she's she's. Amazing, amazing. It is okay. You're you're more up to date on Carol Burnett than am I. Is she still doing anything professionally? Is she she's still doing stand up or anything like that? Honestly, that I do not know. I don't know. I wish she was. Yeah, no, she was. Um, she was amazing. I mean, granted, she's uh, 89 years old, and but that uh, didn't stop George Burns. I mean, he played God in his 90s. True. Then he met yeah, God. Uh, wow. No, thank thank you very much. I'm just I'm looking up Carol uh, Burnett, just trying to see if I can find um, anything about uh, when and why she may have uh, retired. By the way, um, she was a redhead. So was Lucille Ball. The two of them actually were friends, and Lucille Ball took Carol Burnett under her wing. I did not know that. So cool. never, n- there's just no end to the fascinating trivia on this program, as you know, as a longtime <laughs> listener. Lynn, I was wondering if Carol Burnett was going to come up and Corman and, and Vicki Lawrence. Um, but uh, you, now that you have, we can consider the job done. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, guys uh, and ladies, thank you very much for all of the phone calls today. I'm really sorry that I couldn't get to everybody. Um, if you are a late listener to the show, I would advise you to go back and listen to the program online at WBEN.com because you know, we all have our favorite com- uh, comedians, right? But I- I've written down a whole bunch of names that I'm going to check out that you brought to my attention to see if they do it for me like they do it for you. And keep in mind, not all of us find the same thing funny. I know this personally. Some people enjoy my sense of humor. Other people detest my sense of humor. It comes with uh, the territory. And it's the same thing when I'm a consumer of something. There's some people I think are very, very funny. And there are some people I just, I don't understand how they can continually get booked like Mike Pacetti. I just, I don't get that. Thank you. Thank you. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.